While my feminist echo chamber is amazingly cathartic, it lacks utility. If we want women's lives to improve, shout out to my shiro, Liz Plank. We need to help men understand what the hell we are talking about in this echo chamber so there can be more empathy, more understanding, which can lead to true behavior change. We'll cover things like loneliness, gender roles, all things masculinity, vulnerability, and more. Come with us as we go beyond the echo chamber, one conversation at a time. I brought my brother Joe back for a conversation this time about loneliness. So a tad different than unpacking the Barbie movie, but still touching on important issues. The U.S. Surgeon General's advisory on the healing effects of social connection and community, our Surgeon General being Dr. Vivek Morthy, issued a report called Our Epidemic of Loneliness and Isolation. I have it linked in the show notes. I've been fascinated by this report and just the general problem of loneliness, the lack of community and social connections, etc., since its publication. And I found myself asking, how does loneliness impact men specifically? The statistics speak for themselves, really. In the report, they shared how one study found that among men, deaths due to suicide are associated with loneliness and more strongly with indicators of objective isolation, such as living alone. Men also account for almost three of every four, quote, deaths of despair, end quote, either from suicide, alcohol abuse, or an overdose. To illuminate these statistics, Joe and I had a conversation about loneliness. We talk about his male friendships, who he calls his funeral friends, and how their friendships look, how their relationships look. We talk about boundaries in our friendships, what works for us, what doesn't. And I find out if he personally feels lonely. There's a stat I couldn't recall in our conversation about men who don't have friends later in life dying sooner that I need to clarify here. Here's the actual stat. Men, on average, die five years younger than women, according to Harvard Health Research. Let's get into it. So, Joe's back. Hi. 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 Good to be back. It's really great to have you. (laughs) Um, And today, we're talking about loneliness, which is just such a fun topic to discuss. A little Mm. bit different than the Barbie movie. I mean, although that gets deep. Yeah. Loneliness is, is a... It's an important topic. It's a yeah. heavy topic. Right. And I think we're just going to get right into it here. The U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Morthy, um, issued a loneliness epidemic report, but it has really put a spotlight on how disconnected we are mm-hmm. as a society, our loss of community. We are not as religious as we used to be, and that was a really kind of default part of bringing people together and helping them feel a Mm. sense of belonging and connectedness to one another. Mm. I don't know that we really needed a loneliness epidemic report to know that it's a problem, but I think the fact that they issued that report just makes me think, okay, well, this is now the government 
talking about how this is an issue. It's just more on the main stage. Mm. Um, more official. More official. Yeah. Right. Not that we need like the government right. to dictate sure. societal change. <laughs> right. But like, I don't know. It just I feel like more people are now paying attention and having conversations about it. And mm. it felt like a good topic for us to talk about because, yeah. well, just males and specifically are also suffering from their own sense of loneliness mm. and you are a male mm-hmm. and that's kind of what this podcast is about is talking to guys about stuff yeah that's kind of hard and so right. um that's why i wanted to talk with you okay about this today so from cnn they said in the united states many men have become disconnected from the societal institutions that have anchored dads and i would argue males in general to each other and our community Historically, men have made long-term bonds through religious institutions and friendships at work. Our sense of worth derived from what we could provide our families. Now, I know you're not a dad, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's some applicability in that yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. I have more I want to share, but mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are your thoughts? Um, basically, what you're saying is like uh, men need to provide in order to feel a sense of worth in this world um you know as far as family structure goes i can you know that that's part of that's that's what makes up the family structure you know um historically i mean things have changed obviously now um anybody can be the breadwinner um and both parents usually are um so i guess in my experience I've never had a family, like you said. So, um, like, what I feel like my place is as far as providing something, like, I'm an artist. I'm a songwriter. Um, so, like, what I provide is that, you know, provide mm-hmm. songs. That's that's kind of my contribution to society, I feel, you know? Like, yeah. Those are, those are literally my children. <laughs> yes like right all, all the songs that i've written and i have like 80 of them 80 kids wow it's a lot uh, it's a lot and, well actually more i think but um and more coming but i um you know i i feel like yeah everybody needs a sense of 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 providing something of value mm-hmm. definitely yeah and if men can't get that then or can't contribute that then there's definitely going to be something missing right it's like uh I think it's both been an expectation and that is maybe turned into an identity for men that like the providing whether it's songs or income or then I feel like providing then protecting is like another thing yeah for men mm-hmm. um have you like do you think of yourself as I know you just talked about it with your music, but have you thought about like what you provide as a man to society? Yeah. Um, have I thought about it? I mean, not deeply. <laughs> Up until now. Uh, until right now. Uh, I guess I just don't, uh, I don't have anything but my music. <laughs> It's not true. I feel like that's I it mean, now. I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, what am I? What am I? What am I really providing to society? I mean, but that's that's it. You know, 
just a musician. That's an actor sometimes too. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I feel like that's that's what makes me the happiest. So that's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, that's good. I do my part with uh, voting. You know, but uh, sure. I mean, I give dollars to the people on the street. I'm not. Know? implying that you're oh, not doing enough okay I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to go through, i'm going through my no no not okay. at all i'm just kind of going through like my uh <laughs> what, what, do I, what do i do around here <laughs> <laughs> well i don't think it's something that like we think about it think about it is a deep concept. well it makes yeah it makes me think like shit should i just be doing more like community service or something i mean what else can i provide i think you're right in that you're the way you define like your first answer the way you define pro- mm. providing is through your art yeah and that mm-hmm. makes total sense yeah. to me right knowing and, who you, you know, are absolutely um a necessary uh, component to culture yeah you, know, you gotta have the artists you, you do. gotta have you do. that aspect you know the reflectors of what is happening around us you know yes yep. okay this is also from this cnn post that i saw it said what's more Men in today's society may view deep relationships as not masculine, thus further isolating themselves. Only 48% of men reported feeling satisfied with friendships. 48? Um, 48%. That's pretty bad. I know. It's really sad. Um, Let's see. That was according to a May 2021 survey by the Survey Center on American Life. Hmm. Um, and one in five men said they had gotten emotional support from a friend in the past week compared with four in 10 women, which I was actually surprised that four in 10 wasn't higher uh, yeah, no. for women. I feel like all I do is right. reach out to my friends for yeah. emotional support and uh-huh. to not feel so alone in this uh, mental load. Mm-hmm. Um, but one in five men okay. said they have gotten emotional support from a friend in the past week and that you already kind of talked about the 48 percent so what you said that that feels yeah i guess just uh, and obviously everything we talk about is from our own experience and our own perspective um i'm lucky to have very close friends not a lot of them but the ones that are are like i call them funeral friends because you know i'm gonna be at theirs or they're gonna be at mine one oh or the other. that's it's, beautiful uh, yeah friends to the end yes so uh i've got I've got a good group of funeral friends for sure. Yeah, I don't talk to them all the time, you know, you know, but when we do talk, it's usually, and if we have the time to do it, it's going to be a two hour conversation of catching up and just talking about things. Um, so yeah, I'm lucky to have that. And plus I have my band members who I see a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do. I just saw them the past two nights. Yes. And, uh, Great guys, I'm very lucky to have that, and those are be- quickly becoming good friends and uh, and you know band members. Obviously, it's a special thing. It's a, it's a that's a if you're a man and uh, you've ever been in a band, you know what that or a woman or whatever. But it's just, it's just that kind of bond of, of playing music together. It's just there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all really good dudes, and we all look out for each other, and that's that's really great. I'm very lucky. That's great. Yeah. When you, <clears throat> so your two-hour conversations with those, yeah. like your funeral friends, oh, yeah, yeah. tell me what you talk about. Oh, just dumb as shit, mostly. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we catch up, we ask how, how everything's going, you know, all that stuff. And then uh, 
and then we'll talk about maybe some past uh, adventures, or maybe we'll we'll um, just reflect on like what's going on in the world right now, on on our lives, on our artistic journeys. You know, because most of my friends are musicians, not all of them, and uh, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the rabbit holes we go down, and uh, lots of music talk. You know, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It, it, uh, it's good to do. It's yeah. Definitely therapeutic. <clears throat> do you get to a point in your conversations where you're asking each other how you're doing? Like oh, yeah. Checking in. And oh, that's okay. like, that's okay. like first and foremost almost. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, is it surface? You know, how when you see people, you're like, how are you doing? I'm no, good. it's just like, like yeah, like, how, how you doing? You hanging in, like, you know, how, you know, or I'll just come out and just be like, man, fucking shit's weird right now. I need, you know, I need to get this off my chest. And like, how do I keep going on right now? yes <laughs> that's like, very like deep why everything is a uh, it's like i don't know yeah you you hit you hit bumps and you're like man i need to get this off my chest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. are those conversations do they feel natural for me you? they always not uh, yeah they they do i've always been a pretty open person with my with my friends and, yeah uh, i feel like that's I'm not tooting my own horn, but I feel like like my friends. I'm very lucky to have a lot of friends call me their best friend. I definitely feel honored by that. Yeah. And make sure that I ho- that I live up to it. What has earned you that best uh, friend? Maybe just being a a fun guy. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> you had to say something to lighten the mood. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, I think also just uh, just being an ear for mm-hmm. people, you know. And yeah. Empathetic and all that, you know, things that maybe they're not getting anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So you open up to your friends, they also open up, open to, up to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome and feels like it goes against the data here. Yeah, definitely. There's exceptions, f- of course. You do know. you feel like those relationships that you have like the depth the funeral friends those yeah. relationships do you feel like that's unique when you look at the other men that you interact with or do you oh, think yeah. have you I always mean, thought when like, I look oh, no, at like certain people that you know are in my life and I, I see how they interact with their friends and um I honestly feel kind of bad you know it's like oh man like it's just it's such a surface level camaraderie and it's not you know I don't think they get a lot out of it that's really deep they're still trying to like you know put on this uh this front of you know i got it all together and everything's fine and let's just have some let's just have a good time have a laugh you know, be immature talk about stupid stuff but like um i do see that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah but that's just not my experience which is great yeah yeah have your friendships always been like that or have you I feel like that I've never had like a whole group of just like good time guys I mean I've always had some solid friends and nothing was ever just real surface it's always been real real deep because of you seeking out those kinds of maybe maybe that's just what I that's just the kind of person I am I think I just I I I don't I don't want anything other than that yeah (laughs) <laughs> we're this like the same person <laughs> it's nice. amazing how like, is that possible i don't related? know maybe I don't we came know. from um two I, people 
I'm the same. (laughs) I'm like, I'm the same way. I feel like I have friends where we're just like kind of skimming the surface, which is fine. But like when I think about situationships, maybe. Yeah. And just like where I want to, frankly, prioritize my time. Like I'm I am now at a point where I'm I've embraced the kind of person that I am and yeah. I, it's been more of a recent mm-hmm. I think mindset and behavior change and sure. that is like if I'm around people even if they're people I really don't know that well or I've just met I'm gonna ask them like deep and profound yeah questions mm-hmm. and challenge them to I don't know open up because I just I think knowing that we have this loneliness epidemic mm-hmm. which I keep saying that like we are lonely. I don't need to call it an epidemic. Like, we are we are lonely. We're disconnected from each other. And I feel like so many people haven't had the permission or the space to open up and have these kinds of friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, because I think what you're describing with your friendships is rare for an adult male. Sure. For women, I think, and it may just be also my, <clears throat> only my, uh, my world that I see, but I feel like it's just more common to have these kind of deep relationships where you're talking about the shit that sucks and um, any other kind of relationship. I just don't, I don't desire to only have relationships that are surface level. Yeah. I just Mm -hmm. don't want to make time for it anymore. It's almost like you don't have time for it. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. see the utility in it. I don't yeah. see the benefit of it. Because yeah, exactly. I think when you have someone who's entering into a relationship like that with you mm-hmm. that is vulnerable, it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like you're able to share with your friends and vent when you have those moments. Yeah. And they listen and they sounds like they you you do that for them yeah. in return. Yeah. And I think there's something really powerful about those kinds of connections. Yeah. Still from the CNN thing. Um A June study points out that people who are socially isolated have a 32% higher chance of dying early compared with those who don't experience social isolation. I can see that. We're Um, we're social animals. We're social creatures, you know, people. Our our souls are, you know, they need other souls, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, we are wired for connection. Mm -hmm. And... um. And I don't, I thought I had the statistic in here, but I don't. But it's, um, there's a a statistic now about men dying, men who don't have friendships later in life die sooner Mm. than women, than than men who have friendships, I should say it that way. I'll make sure I get the correct (laughs) statistic (laughs) when this goes live, but feels like you're going to be okay if you've got your funeral friends. Yeah, funeral friends, yeah. yeah. Until the end. I came up with that so they don't leave me. <laughs> so this isn't actually like a healthy relationship. Yeah, it's like you're going to stay with me the whole time. <laughs> Maybe I need to start uh, locking my friends Lock in, it to, in to that too. Yeah, that would actually yeah to, be that, to that agreement. Yeah, so I want to give you an example of something that happens like in the in my relationships with women i want to see how that compares to your relationships with your funeral friends Mm -hmm. so and we were just talking about this before we started recording 
there were um, uh, local and state elections yesterday. Yeah. And um, the outcomes were candidly more favorable to the kinds of beliefs and values that the two of us hold mm-hmm. here. Um, and I got a text from one of our sisters about, you know, democracy winning. And, mm-hmm. and we had some chat chatter about it. And I want to reach out to some other friends to just talk about it, have a little yeah. conversation about it. Yeah. Is that... And, and that's not unusual in my communication with other women in my life, whether it's my sisters or, I guess, my funeral friends, mm-hmm. um, that we reach out and we we kind of debrief about things that are happening like that. Right. Is that something that happens in your relationships? Uh, I mean, as far as like an election result? Like, election results, yeah, yeah, something like that. Not Supreme exactly court ruling. big news like that. Not, not really, mm-hmm. not really on our radar, you know. Why do you think that is? Um, that's a good question. I guess because maybe we never established the mutual importance of it together. You know what I mean? Like we, like me and uh, a good friend, Jonathan. You know, Jonathan. Like, you know, we definitely have more of a uh, politically based conversations. You know what I mean? Whereas, like me and Russ, on the other hand, like. We won't go there. We don't need to mm-hmm. talk about that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think, once again, it just varies on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I know when, like, shit's starting to get closer to the fan, um, there'll probably be more talk about that. The presidential with, election. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. With, with all my friends, you know. Yeah. Yeah, on any level. Yeah. Know. So I'm going to ask you, like, kind of a – candid question do you think part of that is like the reason why maybe those things aren't coming up in conversation is because the outcomes don't affect you as directly as it would for women if like let's say abortion Mm. access is on the ballot yeah yeah i mean that's definitely true about at least abortion you know what i mean um Yeah. yeah uh that's spot on yeah we wouldn't talk about that i mean just because I mean, we all agree it's fucked up, you know what I mean? Yeah. That it was overturned and all that. Um, but as far as, like, directing us, uh, you know, or affecting us directly right now in our lives, you right. know, um, it's not a hot topic, you know. Mm-hmm. So. And it should be. It, well, it should be, frankly, for sure. Because it takes, you know, it's not just women that are yeah producing the oh i know baby. i know yeah. i know i guess it's just because like we're you know we're older now we either have kids or not having any more and married or whatnot and so mm-hmm. it's not like oh you know um you know we're out there we're not out there in our 20s you know being promiscuous or whatever and it's like this is a, a thing we need to mm. need to discuss that's fair more of a life stage yeah thing. it's a life stage thing too um that's fair. but yeah of course, at the ballot, we express our our opinion about it strongly, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, have you voted in some of the more yeah, recent, like, local yeah. elections? Mm-hmm. Have you always voted in state or local? No, it, that's that kind of happened in the past, uh, more or less in the f- since I moved home to St. Louis, really. Mm. With your 
and we can talk specifically about your your funeral friends Mm -hmm. do you feel like there's anything missing in those relationships sometimes i wish uh maybe they would reach out to me more than i do them i've sometimes i feel like uh I put in a lot, uh, you know, not a lot, but a little more effort to keep the bridge, you know, uh, alive and well and maintained. Um, but like, uh, you know, that's that's why that's my duty as the best friend. You know, I gotta, oh. I gotta be the guy that keeps everybody together. <laughs> but um, yeah. And I have trust me, I have friends that like don't hang out with each other. Like I, all my individual friends are, could be from different planets, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, but that's just like I don't know. It's just a little nitpicking there on my part, I guess you could say. But you know, um, missing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do wish that a little more, but I'm I'm okay with it. Whatever. I mean, I uh, I'm more than happy to reach out. Um, I do wish maybe there was a little more communication. You know. Um, mm-hmm. go like a couple months without a word or anything, you know, maybe just like some random Instagram, uh, real swaps, you know what I mean? Sure. Back and forth. Sure. But that, uh, that's like the extent of it. And then, you know, um, would be nice sometimes to have more, more conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's also just like, shit, we're also busy. And it's like, when do we find time for a two-hour conversation? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a two-hour conversation. But, I mean, there's hardly ever a time where it's just going to be, we're going to call and there's going to be small talk. It's going to be like, hey, what's up? Let's talk. Let's catch up. What's been going on? You got two hours? Okay, let's go. You got some beer? All right. Yeah. 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 I totally resonate with yep. that. Mm-hmm. It It is. But then we have our significant others, you know. True. Like that Stephanie and you have. Josh and so it's like those are our best friends as well you know what I mean and right that's, that's uh you know you have that and luckily you know, that's fills in a lot of a uh, lot of space it does in a good way I think you're hitting on like it is it's so much it requires work yeah and effort oh it does to yeah. maintain these relationships so like we haven't really even talked about the romantic partnerships that we're in like we've really just been focusing on like our friendships Uh um but just that right there is so much work yeah um to maintain i think what you're hitting on regardless of the relationship when you have like a deep relationship with someone is that to maintain that requires work and it can feel imbalanced and i know for myself and i'm not proud of this but i tend just like I tend to consciously or unconsciously not invest as much time in relationships that feel more surface level, mm-hmm. I also don't um, – I tend to cut people out of my life probably too quickly who don't reciprocate okay, in their yeah. relationship. So I, if I feel like I'm doing most of the work – and they're not, it's yeah. like, maybe they just don't need me. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just not that into me. Yeah. Because I only want those deep um, 
connected mm-hmm. relationships. Right. Um, and, and like there have been people I've had those deeper connections with and it's truly, they just, they can't even give that to me because of circumstances in their own lives. And mm-hmm. I can't fault them for that. If it feels like the relationship is imbalanced and like you said with, with your friends, you feel like you're reaching out more than they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably don't need to cut them out with like anger, but maybe more compassion because they just have a ton of shit going on in their own lives. Right. And they can't, at least at this stage of their life, invest in a relationship with me. Right, right. Um, but I think that's also like a boundary because I'm like, well, I'm not going to keep reaching out to this person at this point. Yeah. If it's just right now, not really going anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Basically, I'm just trying to solve men feeling isolated in this one conversation with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. It's a tough <laughs> thing to do. Because <laughs> that's a realistic objective. Uh, okay, so last question for you. Do you consider yourself lonely? No. No, I've never been lonely. don't know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with us? <laughs> I love how you could be so, like, switch so quickly between, like, profound depth and yeah. just lighthearted wittiness. Like, it is so interesting. That's what makes me the best friend. <laughs> yes. You're the best friend, the best man. Yeah. You're amazing. Okay, no, but um, for real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've, I've, Am I lonely now? Absolutely yeah. not. No, I'm I'm surrounded by great people in my life, um, be it my girlfriend or the band, um, my family. Um, and uh, I'm not, definitely not, thank God. Um, there's been times where I've definitely felt that way. And although we are very lucky because we do have our family, like that, that's one thing I think like we'll never be truly alone, you know, because we're we're such a solid group and uh we're very fortunate you know to I have agree. that and so but yeah in other ways in other uh, aspects of life yeah i've definitely felt lonely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah had some moments but uh you know those are all past me now and that's good yeah i think people need to step away i think i actually i have a theory that in one of these upcoming generations, granted, we're all still here on the planet, healthy and able to at least thrive a little bit. Um, one of these future generations is going to completely disregard technology. I have a feeling they're going to see it as like, that's because, you know, I feel like every generation has a rebellion point. And I think there's just going to be like, dude, our parents were doing this stupid TikTok shit. And we're, we're going camping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's get away from this completely. Well, thanks for joining. Oh, my pleasure. This, this was, was great. great. Yeah, this is fun. Good. I hope this is my last one ever. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All right, we'll see how well it goes. Part of me wondered if I had talked to Joe about loneliness five years ago, how different would our conversation have been for him and for me? 
I'm grateful he said he's not lonely, but I wonder how many men have the kind of deep friendships he has, like his funeral friends, or feel they can safely open up to the friends in their lives, or or even the women having the kind of conversation that Joe and I had. Our conversation made me think about the times loved ones, coworkers, etc., have said they're fine when all other signs are pointing to quite the opposite. It also made me reflect on how I have set boundaries with friends and maybe too rigid sometimes. And it made me think about the friendships I have that may not have frequent check-ins or even deep conversations. But each time we see each other, we pick up right where we left off. Point being here is that there's room for all types of friendships. And as long as you're clear on what you want, what you need, you know what does and doesn't serve you, that's good enough. When I think about what's going on in the world, in our country, in our communities, in our personal lives, I don't think we're fine. You know, so some reflection questions here. Would you consider yourself lonely or do you feel alone in your feelings and your struggles? Do you feel like you have a person or people you can confide in who listen and be there for you? How do you set boundaries with your friends? Are they compassionate boundaries or do you have a really hard time with that? How do you show up in your friendships? Or with your family or with your coworkers or your teams? Do you consider yourself a listener? Do you make space for people? Do you validate their feelings and their experiences, knowing validation is different than agreeing with people? Even and especially when they're different, when their feelings are different, when their experiences are different than yours. And if you're not doing that, why not? you're feeling disconnected what is one thing that you can do to put yourself out there and have a human connection maybe it's as simple as reaching out to a friend to check in on how they're doing with a simple text of how are you doing today for me it looks like asking people out for coffee Um, that's a little bit more of a putting yourself out there than sending a text. But I have to say, I've got a good track record here. No one has said no to this. And it's a beautiful way to get to know people personally. And coffee shops, especially like quirky cafes, are a perfect environment for these kinds of interactions because almost everyone else there is doing exactly the same thing as you, whether it's with a friend they've had for decades or a new connection that they've made. Just there's something beautiful about the built-in community in coffee shops. So check in on yourself, check in with the people you love. If you are a loved one, need support, know that there are resources for you. You don't have to go through loneliness alone. The 988 line, which is a behavioral health line, is there for you if you are in an emotional, mental crisis or someone you care about is going through something. Know that that is available to you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all next time on Beyond the Echo Chamber.